What have I been doing recently? Um, what have I been doing recently? That's a great question. You've been playing... Um, I've been playing Minecraft with you, so... <laughs> you've been playing Death Stranding as well. I've been playing Death Stranding, that's true. I, that's in an ongoing, you know... It's, it's one of those games where, like... It's one of those games where I, like, I you know, I start playing and I play for, like, an hour. And then I'm like, okay, I need a break. Because, like, I feel like there's there's certain games where, like, I have, like, momentum while I'm playing them. And that's just not one of them. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's, because it's honestly, it's like, it's, it's, I like it, but it is a tiring game to play. Because it's like, you have to be very, like, mentally involved while you're playing it. As you're trying to, like, not drop, like, you know. 250 pounds of cargo that's on your yeah, back. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it's, it's similar to Hardcore Path Exile because it's just, you know, you can't watch a movie or anything yeah. while playing. And unlike Path of Exile, there's no, like, Skinner box to keep you in it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, speaking of, you know what? That, that's a... I, I, I forgot that I wanted to talk about this, but now I remember. Yeah, see? Yeah. See? Look at you, Steven. You're just all over it. There's you the know? reason we do these intros. Absolutely. Um... Have you seen the? Have you been paying attention to the BlizzCon stuff at all? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Dodge talking about Diablo two remastered. Uh yeah, I'm talking about Diablo two remastered. Or resurrected. Um, do, yes, sorry, resurrected. Uh Jesus, I mean, do they do they even care about my life? Do they want to like completely ruin all my free time? Like, <laughs> I refuse to be excited about it. I mean, I I can't help it. Honestly, like. And again, I'm annoyed that I even feel this way, but like, I'm even excited about Diablo Four. Like, it looks like it looks like it it might be good. And ah, damn it, you know, like I'm I'm firmly in the I only pay attention to games once they're out category. I know, and that's probably f- the right it's decision. Like, I mean, I'm obviously out? not gonna then I'm not gonna know. pre-order it. You know, like I'm not yeah, gonna no, make that not. mistake. Yeah. Although that being said, you know, because you never went back and played. Diablo 3, did you? Like, after the initial run. No. Yeah, uh, see, you you missed out on on quite a lot, I would say. Because it actually, I mean, it's good now. Like, it's it's a fun game, and, like, is worth playing. It took a long time, but it is worth playing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I still enjoyed my time with Diablo 3, I guess, in some ways. Um, uh, yeah, but it's, it's such a different game than it was. Like, because mm-hmm. here's the thing, right? Like, because I, 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 I've... Like in the past, however many years since both of them came out, I've played runs like I've done seasons on Path of Exile and Diablo three multiple times. Like started from scratch, did a league or, or season or league character, whatever they're called. Um, and like I, I like both games, but I've I found I think after like my my second or third Path of Exile character that I went through. I kind of decided that I never want to do a season in Path of Exile ever again because it's just too much work. Like, like getting even to maps, like even to like the actual gameplay, as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. is just so exhausting. It takes so long, and like I still haven't even fought the Shaper once on any of my characters because yeah. I just never, I never get that far. You know, like I I stopped no, playing. Yeah, and, like, I honestly, like, if I was going to play Path of Exile again, I would much rather pick up where my last character left off, because my last character was, like, close and was good and, like, just needed, you know, maybe, like, another 50 or 60 more hours of, like, gameplay (laughs) to, like, get me there. And, like, if I just started from there, I think I'd be a lot happier than trying to start from scratch 
all over again. It's just so like, ugh. whereas Diablo three, like I'll start from scratch anytime because you can get to the gameplay in like two seconds. Like if you have somebody who started on like, like who's played since the beginning and you start on like day two or three, maybe even day one, but like late in the day of any season, mm-hmm. they're already done. They've already beaten the game and you can there because there's no like level capping, like if they bring you into like a super high level map, you will level to the max level in like yeah minutes. I do like that about the Diablo series a lot more than Path Exile and, for sure. And it does it way better than Diablo two because Diablo two it's like I mean you could get a character up like within like a day or two like if you knew how to do it properly. Diablo two throws it all out the window and says like forget all that. We know what you want to do and we're not going to fight you anymore on this. We're just going to let you do it. So like. Join like a like a like a level five map, like a like you know torment five or whatever map with somebody. They'll kill everything in front of you, and you'll be max level in like two runs. <laughs> it's I, I, it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, that is that's too nice. But the thing well. is, though, is like it gets you like it gets you into the season because like to me, the season is doing the the end game content. Like I don't want to play the game. When I'm doing the season, I just want to do the end game. I want to have like a build within a couple days that like is not like perfect, but is fleshed out and Mm -hmm. like is functional. Whereas like in Path of Exile, it's like your build isn't really functional for a long time. I mean, you you're slowly working your way through it, but like it's not you're not doing your build stuff like for a hot minute. You know, yeah. like, for me, it's like a week at least. And I mean, I mean, I'm certainly not advocating for the Path of Exile style. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that Diablo 2 struck a nice balance. I mean, yeah, Diablo 2 was... It took you like a day to get up to like level 70. And then you and, could just kind of go do your own stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I guess for me, like the ARPG kind of like formula has become that kind of just like, you know, like quick hit for me. Like that's what I mm. want out of it. Like, I don't want a really, like, Path of Exile is going in the wrong direction for me in terms of, like, what I want out of an ARPG. I do agree with that. It is moving in the wrong direction. It's, like, it's it's something that, like, it's more of, like, a game that I would actually, like, play solo, which is fine. But, like, that's not what I, I want to jump on with friends and just, like, Dynasty Warriors shit, you know? Just, like, like, (laughs) and that's what Diablo 3 is, like. It's just that kind of, but the thing, the problem with Diablo 3 and the thing that I hope that they fix in, in 4 and the thing that I hope that they, they keep in 2, like when they, when they resurrect it, um, is the end game content. Because the end game content in, in 3, like, it's never really any better than just do higher level runs. Like, that's, there, there's, there's a good cadence of, like, what you have to do because it's like you have to do one kind of run to get access to another kind of run. And then there's also, like, a third kind of thing that you can do that, like, gives you some materials that are really useful and whatever. Um, And so, like, it's kind of like a cycle of those three, and you kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, you go through that. But, but, like, Path of Exile's endgame content is, like, mm, chef's kiss. It's so good. Like, like if if you had Path of Exile's endgame content, like, if you had maps and the Shaper and all that shit in Diablo 3... I, I don't think I would ever play Path of Exile again. <laughs> like I don't, I, it, it would, it would, it would give me no nothing to play for because that's the thing that I like about Path of Exile is how how well fleshed out and good the end game mm. content is compared to Diablo three, which is literally just a grind. It's a fun grind, but at a certain point, you just kind of agree with yourself to stop. <laughs> You're like, all right, I'm done. 
I mean, like, yeah. the best that I did ever was on my last Diablo 3 character, and I think this is where I decided I think I'm probably done, is I think I broke into, like, I think I broke into the, like, the leaderboard uh. on... Yeah, like like I was visible on the leaderboard for some period of time with my character. So like that was it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I was on I was I was on the I was I was on the page. You could see me. <laughs> so well, that makes me feel better about my Path Exile hardcore playthrough because I got I was on the leaderboard there too. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'm sure you are like with with many things. I'm sure you are much better at these games than I am. <laughs> I put. Probably far less time into them, and I'm I'm just not as good at video games. <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, ultimately Diablo two did strike the right balance. I think so too. I mean, like uh, although there was some parts of Diablo. I mean, we, we played Diablo for like a thousand hours, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna like. I love yes. Diablo two, but the, I think Diablo two is really like it was. It, it's very archaic. Like the 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 more we played it, like the more that it felt its age in terms of like. Why can't I just do this, you know, and why can't I just do that? Whereas Diablo 3 just went, like, the complete other way. It was, like, all the things that you want to be able to do, you could just do. Just do them, you know? And it's, like, we're not going to stand in your... We're not going to stand in the way of the fun. And that has drawbacks in that the game is trivially easy at the beginning. But, like, by the time you're getting to, like, the end game content, like, that's what you're after anyway. And the end game content is still, like... It's still difficult climbing the climbing the ranks of the end game content enough that like I I I get what I need out of the game and then I just stop. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's interesting. I I yeah. I I guess I just prefer having like cuz it's it's just level scaling, right? Like it's just like the same areas with the same enemies but the the level scaling changes, so it's Harder yeah, I mean, well, it, it is, it, I mean, in some way it's like maps in that, like, it is, like, it's, a, like, a handful of random areas with, like, random affixes to them, and you just, like, you boot one up, it's got whatever affixes it has, and then that's just, like, what you play, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's, like, it's, like, built into the game, right? Like, yeah. in a very yeah. explicit way? Yeah, like, basically, you can, you can decide how high of a level you want to go yeah. and like oh okay yeah so it's like you you basically say like okay i want to do like a map that's like you know level 150 or whatever the hell I, I can't remember exactly how it works but like you know it's you basically like as you as you beat harder and you and oh and the thing with okay so the thing with the with like the the ones that scale because like so there's there's the ones that don't scale where it's like it goes up to a certain level and like at a certain point those become trivially easy so then those become a matter of like a you get a lot of loot out of them because loot actually drops in those and also like it becomes like how quickly can you clear those to get like the the materials you need to build the like the hard maps so those become an exercise in just like bring a you know bring somebody that could use multi arrow or something like that and just clear the entire map in like 15 seconds mm. you know that kind of thing yeah yeah and then the hard maps like the maps that are the end game content like i think that they like they basically scale infinitely like you could go as high as you're capable of going um but they're timed they're all the same time but they're timed and so you have to beat them within a certain amount of time and like i think every time you die you have to like wait longer to come back um okay. yeah yeah and like what was the other thing is like and no loot drops until the very end so like there you get some really solid loot the higher you go but like the loot only drops from the last boss and nobody else um i I feel like what's missing from that system is a sense of like occultism of like mystery you know like of hidden mystery like path of exile has that to a certain extent 
but like Diablo 2 was a master in like the cow level, like the uber bosses, like all like very weird mechanics that are never really explained in any way, shape or form, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And like the fact that Diablo 3 is like explicitly a game kind of is like less appealing in a way. Yeah, I mean, I, I can get where you're coming from, although you haven't played it, and I would love for you yes, to just... Yes, that's true. Yeah. I would love for you to play one season and see just how unbelievably hooked on it you get, because it's, I mean, it's... Sure, know. yeah, yeah, maybe. When's the next season? That's a great question. Maybe it's tomorrow. It might be. I mean, honestly, I'd play some Diablo 3. Um, uh, so, let's see. The current season is live. Uh, I mean, of course. Sorry, that's... that's <laughs> What's the most useless comment? The current season is now the season. Yeah. Oh, wow. More more, more hard-hitting journalism from... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's ongoing. So I, I guess what the point... And it started in, like, November. So I guess the point is it's probably going to be soon February. Oh, that- how long are Diablo 3 seasons? I have no idea. Uh, probably around April is what people are saying. Oh, okay. Wow, those are long seasons. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, I mean, if that comes up, and I remember, I mean, honestly, sure. I mean, honestly, at this point, like, even if we jumped into the season now, it's like it would be great because it's like you just, you just immediately yeah, those are get extremely long seasons. Yeah, and there isn't, I guess, is trading important in that game at all? Trading is not important at all. In fact, it's it's um like Trivial. explicit explicitly like difficult to trade. Um, okay, so the way trading works is basically it doesn't. If you like. You can only trade within a very short window with the people that are currently in your game. And if you leave the game, basically everything that you picked up is becomes account locked. I see. Um, mm-hmm. So, but the thing is, Diablo's loot system, like Diablo 3's loot system, everybody gets their own loot. And you never are able to see anyone else's loot at any point. Which, in a lot of ways, is kind of the same as Path of Exile's loot system in that, like, technically everybody gets their own loot. And then, you know, if they leave the area, you can pick up their loot. But, like... If, if nobody left the area, technically everybody would have their own loot. But the yeah. thing is, I actually hate that system a little bit because I can see all of the shit that other people are getting. And sometimes they're getting really good stuff. And then it makes yeah. me angry on the inside. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm like, that first time someone gets a unique and you don't, you're just like, God damn it. It's like, could you fucking could not? That could have been my unique. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is, like, if there's, like, a guaranteed unique drop in, in like, a thing, everybody gets one in Diablo 3. It's like, it's not like the one person gets the unique. It's like, if there's a guaranteed unique, everybody gets a unique. It's basically, it's designed with the focus on play with your friends, which is, that's what I want out of those games. You know, it's like, play with other people, make it easy, make it fun, and that's the game, you know? Like, whereas Path of Exile feels very much like, we want you to play it solo. We're giving you the option to not yes, play it solo. Yes, I do hate that. Yeah, and it's like, that's fine, and if I reframe it in my mind, and like, honestly, I've had the most fun out of Path of Exile when I'm not trying to play with other people, when I just play by myself, Yeah, yeah. and that's fine, but that's not what I want out of an ARPG. Like, I I like Path of Exile just fine as a game, I just don't like it as an ARPG, I think is my my synopsis of this whole thing. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't scratch the same itch. It's still a Skinner box, but it's not the same kind of Skinner box. It's an antisocial Skinner box. Yeah. It has a weird design philosophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically like, I mean, I'm glad that it exists, though, because it's basically the exact opposite of Diablo 3. So if like I'm looking for not Diablo 3, but the same kind of progression, then that's what it is. It's that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 
oh, this is good. But yeah, I'm, I, I am excited about Diablo 4. I hope it's actually good. I mean, like, I feel like they've got like the art style and the feel right, which was the big complaint about Diablo 3. So I think Diablo 4, I mean, is, is looking promising. Yeah. We'll see how it actually goes. But I haven't seen anything for it, so I have no idea. All right, fair enough. <laughs> I guess we'll see when it comes out. And I guess we'll see about because didn't they announce it's like it's like this year it's coming out right? They said twenty twenty one. Sure, Diablo two is like December twenty twenty one. Still though, Diablo two. Still, I mean, it's I mean, I'll probably play it. So, (laughs) oh, I I sure will. Yeah, yeah. So if it's good, if it's because I mean, isn't the same studio that did the Warcraft three remaster and people are all like ah about that. No, no, no! It's explicitly not that studio. Oh, okay. It's I completely good misunderstood. Is that. my understanding? Oh, yeah. Okay, I, 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 I mixed that. Whatever up. that okay. means. Good studio. I mean, you know, you fire two people and suddenly you're a bad studio. So, you know, <laughs> let's, you know, let's not get attached to studio names here, people. Yeah, yeah. We learned that. We should, we should, we should have learned that uh, from CD Projekt Red so and, many uh, times. <laughs> With every Don't, company, it's yes, it just d- constantly repeats. Yes, just because the studio made one thing that you like doesn't necessarily mean that everything that they do is going to, like, shit gold forever. I mean, yeah. you know, people loved, used to love people Blizzard, come, and now people, people are like, ah, Blizzard! Yeah, it just, you, people used to think Blizzard couldn't make a bad game. Yeah. Like, that it was impossible. And then it's Blizzard was like, like, hold my beer. Yeah. It's like, let's do a real money auction house in Diablo 3. It was like, okay, guys. You know what? Tits. I will say, like, I think they, they had, I think... Well, I, I don't want to say that they had the best uh, intentions in mind. I mean, I think <laughs> they did it was, not have the best it was as much a money grab as anything. But I guess it was kind of one of those things of like, you guys are going to do this shit anyway. So why don't we? Yes. Why was... don't we just get a piece of the pie and also legitimize it? Which was not the wrong idea, but I think that I think that actually Diablo, I think Diablo three system works in its own right. Of like, you know what? We're just not going to let you trade. Like that's it. You know, yeah. you just you won't be able to trade. Which yes. like. I, I like the trading aspect of Path of Exile, but I also hate the trading aspect of Path of Exile. Like, it is, because yes. it is both at the same time, like, it's nice to be able to get shit you need. It's also really frustrating when people don't want to trade things at the value that they are valued at. This is why I like Diablo 2 again so much. I'm just going to keep harping on that. It's just like, because of, of the way the, like, game system works, where you can just, like, have a game title and just make a trade game that people join. It, yeah. like... It's just like, it's the perfect balance of like, yes, we want in trading, but we're not going to make it absolutely god awful that requires like a third party software to use. Like, no, it's like, it's built in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that whole system with Path of Exile is it's insane disgusting. the way that it works. It's yeah. insane. It's like but... you need like seven programs to, to run Path of Exile properly, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Path of, Exile. Path of Exile is nothing if not like obtuse. Like it's mm-hmm. almost purposefully so. But not in like an interesting way. In like a. Yeah. Whereas like Diablo was. Puzzle uh, way. Yeah. Whereas Diablo is obtuse in like uh, this is a 20 year old game type of way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like. They made it's like a single player game, but multiplayer. Yeah, and so they, like there's still weird single player things you can do in a multiplayer game, and like I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad we I'm glad we talked about this because I completely forgot that I wanted to talk about Diablo. <laughs> yeah, there was big news. Yeah, it's big news, keep, man. We got to keep relevant. You know, good news, everyone. <laughs> good news, Diablo's out, or it's yeah, coming again. Out. Again. Yeah, I know. It's like after after Diablo 3, yeah, when you literally, like, like, killed everybody, they're like, but Diablo 4. I mean, there's going to be, you know, but there's some, there's some demons somewhere. You know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> so, shall we 
Shall we talk a bit about music? Yeah, let's do okay. it. What Stephen and I did is we um, we each recommended two albums to each other, um, and we've been listening to them. Um, and now we're going to now we're going to talk about them. So I'll link the albums in the description uh, if you want to listen along. And uh, you know, I, I you know I, I don't normally encourage this, but like you know, because I know that nobody's going to do it. But in this case, it might be actually worth it to like pause the podcast here, listen to all four albums, and then turn the podcast back on. Um, you know, yeah, that's definitely or, not happening. Yeah, or don't. I mean, I'm not you know I'm not your dad. I'm not the police. You do whatever you want, but like I, you know, I would encourage it. But um, so before we before we start, I guess let's 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 talk about one thing here, and maybe this is maybe this is worth talking about. But I I did find it interesting that like because you know we talk about we we've talked about movies, we talked about TV, we've talked about we talked about a number of things. I feel like this might be one of the topics that we have the most knowledge on of all the things that we talk about in the sense and before you steamroll me too much like neither of us went to berkeley or juilliard or anything like that so we don't know this is not going to be a music theory discussion because i don't think either of us other than youtube videos that i've watched and maybe youtube videos you've watched i don't think either of us know jack shit about music theory so i mean i know as much music theory as a middle school band student knows so yeah yeah there you go and that's and that's kind of the point is so both of us like you know at at one point or another, both of us were capable of reading sheet music. Um, mm-hmm. You know, both yeah. of us like, and both of us could be very, very loosely described as musicians in the sense that we have played instruments in the past. I don't know that if is correct. I don't know if you've really kept up with any instruments at all. I know that I have. No, I still. I mean, I still have my clarinet, and I still play it. You know, once a year or something. Okay. Very badly. I mean, but. that's. That's more than me with my sax, man. Like yeah. I, you know, I definitely I did not keep up with the drums or the bass hmm. guitar. You played the guitar for a short bit too, right? Very sure. No, I don't think I ever played guitar. Only did, bass and drums. Bass and drums. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. so I mean, like I enjoyed I, bass. Bass was fun. Yeah. You didn't didn't weren't a fan of the drums. Drums is hard. Drums, drums is are hard. really fucking hard. They're like physically demanding and like it's you're the most important member of the band in a way yeah so it's just like you better be fucking good and like <laughs> keep a beat and it's like I, i'm not so great at that as it turns out you just made bass players very sad <laughs> i'm sorry i mean there's i mean you know there's heights to everything but I, I, honestly the, the, like, the floor of drums is very high yes you can yes. be a bad bass player and you know no one really cares <laughs> You just made bass players even more sad. <laughs> bass players are just like, oh, don't hit me again. You're just like, ah! <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. I mean, so for me, like, I kept up with guitar. Um, I mean, I kept up with instruments kind of in general. I got a drum set, you know, which I'm becoming more competent on, in fairness. More competent. But, you know, I, I've been playing drums for years now, and I, I, I still wouldn't sign up to be the drummer in a band or anything. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I can keep time, and then I turn a metronome on, and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, unless I keep this beat real simple, I don't know that yeah. I really can keep time that well. Um, you know, I, I have a keyboard. I have a violin. I barely play the violin. I think I've played it like four times. I'm not good at it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's also one of those instruments where you better be good. Yeah, I mean, any instrument where I have to decide the tuning with my hands is is a hard instrument to do. You know, yeah. the guitar is like, I got you, bro. I got little metal strips to decide the tuning for you. Um, or his violin's like, no, no, you got to put your fingers in the right place. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think so. So yeah, I have. I, so suffice it to say, you know, like. 
I am. I don't think either of us are of the mind of like you know you got to build the table to be able to criticize a table. But God no, I hope yeah. not because all the criticism we've been doing. Yeah, but I I do think that it doesn't hurt when you do have some experience in music to be able to criticize it. it. You certainly don't need to. And there are certainly much better music critics, you know, that have never picked up an instrument in their lives, but it, it, it you know, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. So that's at least I, I know, at the very least, I'm just trying to explain where we're coming from. So yeah. Now with that, I want to ask, so why in particular, and I'll, I'll answer the same question, obviously, why in particular did you, did you recommend these two albums? And I guess we should say what the albums are. So what, what were the two albums you recommended? Uh, um, against All Logic's uh, 2012 to 2017 album. Mm-hmm. It's just a collection of songs from that time period by them. Um, and Against All Logic is a uh, like a solo project by Nicholas Yar. Hope I'm saying that name right, but I know I'm not. <laughs> um, and it's a uh, it's just like a you know it's it's a good, it's a good representation of like the kind of music I listen to now. Um, you know it's it's very just like it's song based. It's smooth. Uh, it's the kind of stuff I like now. And Boris, uh, Boris Amplifier Worship is the other album I recommended. And that is like a, that's like a blast from the past album. That's like, you know, stuff I listened to in high school and like, you know, I still love it. Um, but it's like never, it's something I would probably never put on today, but something I still think is like worth listening to as an album. Mm. And did you recommend these albums to me because you thought that I would like them or because you thought that they would be interesting to talk about or both? <laughs> um, Boris is definitely both, I think. I think you would like Boris. I hope you did. did not you? Saying any, I'm not saying anything yet. Okay, okay, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, anything yeah. yet. Keep going. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> um, and yeah, I guess the logic, I'm not sure if you would like that or not. Um, it's a good album, though. So I figured it would be interesting to talk about regardless. Okay. All right. So then I recommended um, Ghost City by Delta Sleep, which uh, for me is actually my current favorite album. Um, it's it's a math rock album. It's kind of like, you know, kind of you know, shoegazy math rock. Um, it's 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 a concept album, but in in a good way and not, you know, because like there's lots of concept albums that I've I've listened to that I like, but I would never listen to like, the individual songs necessarily. Like, it's more, like, one of those things. It's like, oh, you need to listen to it as a cohesive whole. Whereas, I think that you get something by listening to this album as a cohesive whole. But uh, I'm I, I, I'm perfectly happy to put on any of the, almost any of the individual songs, you know, which, for, to me, makes it just a very good concept album. And then the other album that uh, I recommended was uh, Exercises in Futility by Migwa. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. It's M-G-L-A, but the L's got some kind of weird accent, which I believe in Polish is pronounced like a W, so hopefully oh, I got that right. That's, a, that's an accent in there, I see. That's an accent, yeah, and I believe uh, that, that that accent on the L makes that a, a W sound in Polish. Um, it means fog in Polish. Uh, oh. But yeah, hmm. um, so and uh, Exercise of Futility is a, a black metal album. Um, it is... Very, uh, so like these two albums could not be probably more different. Like, whereas, you know, the Delta Sleep album is like very like, you know, upbeat and like, you know, I mean, subject matter aside, happy sounding. The, 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 the Migwa album could not be more like, you know, just abrasive and like dark and all that good stuff. So I, 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 I had a feeling you were going to like 
I had a feeling you were going to like the Delta Sleep album. That was kind of, I, I, I had, that was my impression that like that one was going to be a hit for you. The Migwa album, I don't know what your relationship is with black metal. I know that you listen to some black metal. I, I mean, like I've gotten recommendations for like um, Amasurs and Alcest from you. So I know that you listen to black metal. Um, I don't know like, you know, how you feel about the genre in general. Um, I feel like, Migwa isn't particularly indicative to the genre. Um, so you were either, I felt like you were either going to be like, eh, or you were going to be like, oh yeah. So like, I, I was actually, this one was more of a, I was interested to hear what you thought of it versus the Delta Sleep album where I thought for sure you were going to like it. So then, mm. okay. Now I think we should talk about each album individually. And I'll tell you my preference is I don't care who goes first. I think we should alternate. Um, but that sounds good. I want to talk about um, the Against All Logic and the Delta Sleep albums second. So if For, you want to talk... That's exactly what I think, too. Yeah. Oh, I wanna, hell Can yeah. we talk about Migwa first? Okay, let's talk about Migwa first. So yeah. um, why don't you go ahead and tell me your impressions of this album? Um, so it's interesting you said that this is not indicative of black metal. Um, I think that maybe shows like how little black metal I've listened to, I guess. Because this, to me, is very black metal. Hmm. Um, especially, like... The first song in particular, Exercises in Futility 1, that's like, that's to me is just like, that's black metal. Mm. It's just like, you know, the like the the driving guitar and drums with like that, you know, that black metal production. Um, it is a little, it's a little cleaner, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Overall. Um, but it's cleaner, like purely from a production standpoint. Mm -hmm. Instead of like from an instrumentation standpoint or like a vocal standpoint, which I thought was... Um, I guess, yeah, I didn't really, I don't, the production value, I know that's a big thing in black metal, I guess, is like. It's not how, recorded on a potato like most of the black metal yeah, albums. but it's, it's like, like, I don't really, <laughs> that's not something that's important to me. I don't listen to a lot of black metal, ultimately. Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of the black metal I do listen to, you mentioned Amasurs, is like, I like it particularly because it's so un-black metal-y. Mm -hmm. um, I know another album I really like is uh, Ulver's. Burgerstadt, like their first album, essentially, mm -hmm. before they became like an electronic band. Yeah. Um, which I also like, but for different reasons. And like, I like that one because it has clean vocals for a lot of the a lot of the album. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so I, I like it because it's not super black metal-y. Um, but I, I like this album. This album did, as it went on, it, it definitely like, especially the middle, uh, two and three, especially three. Mm -hmm. um, like, those are just like good, solid, like songs, like rhythmic, like very... That's when I, like, I agree that those are not black metal songs, almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so do you listen to a lot of black metal? So, okay. I guess? Yeah, yeah so I here's mean, the yeah. thing, right? Is So I didn't, right? I um, And actually, Migwa was kind of my entry point into deciding that maybe I do want to listen to black metal some more. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like I, I, I was the same kind of the same boat as you. Like I'd listened to like the, I actually, I don't even think I'd listened to the Ulver albums until after I'd listened to this album. Um, I'd oh, listen. really? Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I basically like I'd listened to, I'd listened to most of Ulver's like newer stuff. And then I was like, oh yeah, that's right. They do have some black metal albums. I should go yeah. back and listen to those. Um, but I, um, you know, I had started the same place kind of that you did with, with like Alcest and Amasurs, um, because you'd recommended them to me, and yeah. uh, I guess um, I guess it's French black metal is more melodic. I guess is what it is, right? Yeah, well, I think it, yeah, it falls into that kind of like atmospheric black metal, which I think mm -hmm. this actually also falls into as well. Um, I, I I think that's it's in the same kind of rough category, but uh, like, and I guess um, is I think what what is it that uh, liturgy? 
Oh yeah, liturgy. I yeah. think that 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 counts. I think that is black metal as really? well. Really, I think that I guess is. That's right. Yeah, like that's. It's crazy to think of liturgy as black metal, though. Yeah, I mean, it it does sort of feel like its own thing, but yeah, I do I think I do think it's yeah, American black metal band liturgy. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah. I think it's wow. fair to call them black metal. Okay, well, yeah, that's yeah. I guess to me, black metal is a very narrow. Like black metal is like a bunch of guys in a forest with a tape recorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a tape you know recorder I mean? is very right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it sounds like somebody recorded, you know, most of the bands, like, from, like, the yeah. apartment over. Exactly, yeah. These are, like, all of these, all, like, liturgy is, like, to me, is, like, a fusion genre band. Like, I would like, say yeah, they're that's black right. metal, but they're, like, they're electronica black metal at the very least. And I would, I mean, I also technically, I, I would say that before listening to Migwa, which I think is much more, like, black metal with, with fewer, um... I mean, it is a black metal band. Like, yeah, they, there's not as many bells and whistles here. Yeah, you know, it's like a good solid black metal. Yeah. Um, whereas, like the other the other one that I listened to before Migwa was Death Heaven, um, which I recommended oh. to you, and I know uh, you've yeah, listened to a little bit. Oh, I have. Okay, I'm about to say I've never heard of that band. So. Yeah, I know you, you've listened to many things that. Uh, that I've uh, listened to too many things. Yeah, well, that is the problem, right? But yeah, yeah. you've you've listened to. Um, I think you've listened to Sunbather, like the album Sunbather, or at least parts of Sunbather off of. Uh, which is their their I think they're probably their best album. But uh, again, you know, uh, Death Heaven is more like like a like a you know like a, a fusion of black shoegaze. It's you know black, the like the black gaze, uh, you know, genre oh, ooh, as cool. it's called. Which that's like that. I don't like the I don't like the vocal work. I just put that on for two seconds. That's um, just like oof. <laughs> screamo screamo vocal style is just like you know it's not it's not right of me to not like it for no reason but unfortunately i just don't like it well and see that so that this is where i get into um this is where i get into the migwa is not necessarily indicative of black metal and here's mm-hmm. here's where i'm going to justify that so first of all obviously the production value right like this yes. is a higher production value than a lot of black metal albums that i've listened to and honestly like all of the lo-fi black metal stuff like pass you know like i i i i don't i i feel like almost all of those albums they're all very samey to me and i'm sorry you know like like this is and again this is one of those things where like because i don't listen to a lot of stuff from the genre like maybe like if i mm-hmm. if i spent a ton more time listening to it i would be able to just you know distinctly tell you all the differences mm-hmm. but like to me all that kind of stuff it's like it it it, it sounds very samey to my ear and it's not doing enough for me that i want to I want to explore it more to understand the nuances. Like full stop. It's like yeah, and I'm I, I agree completely. Yeah, so I would, I would even go as far to say that this this is like on the border of that for me. Yeah, so here's where I think that this differs. I mean, so the production values, yes. Um, I think that mm. the guitar work is is very black metal. Like it in a vacuum. Like if you just put the guitar work out, this is very much a black metal album without any qualifications. I think the vocal delivery is pretty different from most black metal bands like you know this is this is this is almost closer to like like a death metal delivery of like growls than the kind of like screechiness that is black metal you know because black metal i mean you know like screechiness yeah i mean what black metal usually sounds like see that's it's been too long since i've listened to other i mean you talk about the kind of screamo vocals of uh Death Heaven, but honestly, and I mean, Death Heaven again is not particularly indicative. But like when I when I think about when I think about 
death metal, I think about growls, you know, death growls, low, you know, deep kind of stuff. Whereas black metal is, is high up and it's, it's screeches and screams, you know, like that, you know, like, like the, like the stuff that, uh, you know, they're doing like that one song, that one Amisur song where like, you know, she's just like absolutely like screaming and all that. Like that's black metal, you know? See that, I, that to me is like, I like that song specifically because I don't think that's very black metal-y. No, that's very indicative of the black. Like, all, like if you listen to a lot of black metal, like that's you know. Here, I'll, I'll actually, I'll give you like. Well, a no, I'm yeah. So I'm listening to a Burzum, a Burzum album right now, uh, and it's like I kind of see where you're coming from, where you're saying it's like it's screechy, yeah, but it's like it's it's male screechy. Mm-hmm. It's like a growl screech, whereas like the that Emerson's album is like it's screaming. Like straight up, like horror mu- movie style. Okay, go to like. Yeah, I'll, I'll send this over here. Yeah, I'm gonna. Okay. So I'm, this I'm, is how we're gonna have to do this whole thing. Yeah, this whole thing we're is not gonna experienced be experienced enough to do it in anything other than references. Well, and and it, it might be less with some of the other stuff, but like mm-hmm. for this, I think it's gonna be this because I think this yeah. is an interesting discussion. But let me let me yes. toss this at you. Go to like um go to around like six minutes forty seconds. Mindwaffer, okay. Yeah, my Mindwaffer. Oh, six minutes. Okay, yeah, because I. At nine minutes forty seconds, like it's a German overdub, and I was like, "This can't be what he's talking about." Yeah, and so for, for those who want to play along at home, uh, Meinenwerfe, uh, Alpenpass. I'm don't I probably butchered that completely, but that's what we're listening to. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think I'm wrong. I think I'm just wrong. I just don't listen to enough black metal, and that's fine. Like honestly, like it, yeah. it, it's one of these things. So okay, and I'll, I'll, I will say this is I, I spend a lot of time like Wikipedia like diving on these things, and mm-hmm. that's part of like. You know, like I, I listen to like I, I like I like music history. I'm not a music historian, and I I don't know enough about music history to even call myself like I dabble. I in I probably in the same way that Stephen dabbles in like warfare history. I dabble in music history. Like yeah, I, I think that's I, fair to say. I really enjoy it. Um, and one of the things I like doing is I like listening to a band and then listening to their influences and listening to those influences, influences, and then going back and back and back and back and back until like, you know, we devolve into like, you know, banging on cave walls. But um, I, so when I listen, like I, I try to get to the root of like, what are these genres? Like, where did they come from and why are they the way that they are? And I think a lot of the stuff from black metal, it's like, it's these kind of vocals, like we're, we're part of what, you know, part of what kind of defined them as a genre. Um, you know, in comparison to other other types of like extreme metal stuff. Um, so okay, so the vocal delivery, you know, very different. Um, you know, definitely much lower and much growlier than a lot of black, uh, the majority of black metal bands that you'll listen to. Mm-hmm. The other thing, though, and the standout thing for me is the drumming in this because, and I don't know if you you latched onto that or noticed that at all. It's actually yeah. So it's um, I did notice in especially in relation to one of the other albums the Against All Logic album, uh, the drumming here is very precise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I found that pretty impressive. It's like, you know, again, I don't, it's, it's like, it's hard to compare to a, another black metal band. <laughs> um, but like, to me, this is like, this is very good black metal drumming. Like, y- yeah, the whole album, especially again, I'll say, you know, especially the third song I feel mm-hmm. had just like a lot of like motion to the, to the instrumentation in, in a way you don't, I get, because usually black metal is very like the instrumentation is kind of the same the whole way through, you know. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's like it's like that. That's a song. Like black metal usually doesn't have like songs. Like the the whole album is kind of the same sounding the whole way through. Yeah, a lot of the time. And like this is like, oh, they're like doing something here with rhythm in a black metal song. It's much more melodic. Great. It's much more yeah, melodic. melodic. Yeah, exactly. And I, I like melody. 
And it's like, uh, especially the symbol work here in, in three. Is like, yes. Well, that's the, okay. That's the thing I wanted to talk about. So I, I was wondering if you latched on, I mean, cause this is yes. like, M- Migwa, like as a, as a as a band, like the the drummer for Migwa, um, who is oh, shit, I can't remember his 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 name. I think it Dark Side. That's right, Dark Side, because everybody in black metal has got like <laughs> yes, black metal is the the edge lord genre for sure. Yeah. So um, you know, like his uh, like I mean, this is Ride Bell, like the album. It's like ding 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 yes. ding ding. Yeah, but yeah. like oh, like like my favorite is um, like oh, is it's. Track number five. They're all called Exercises in Futility, by the way, exactly, everybody. Yeah. So track number five, um, like that one is just like, oh God. But let me find the let me find the exact point in that that I like where it just like it just pops off. Give me like one sec here. Oh yeah, it's like uh twenty eight twenty. Prob yeah, here. Yeah, he's just going at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's and, crazy. And if you've like watched like a video of him drumming like i mean it's just like it's it's bananas looking it's just like holy shit man like it just looks so tiring um so yeah i mean big one for me like it's just like uh, so here a lot of people in the in this like that are into the scene right they they shit on Mig- Migwa a lot. Like they don't they don't like Migwa, and because Migwa is in a lot of ways very different in that regard from a lot of black metal. It's like there's I mean don't get me wrong there is a shit ton of blast beating in these albums. You know I mean if you if you if you are listening to this album at all like I mean you know there's plenty of blast beats, but it's not just blast beats all the way through. There's a lot more going on, and yes. I think that that's that's. I, I like that, you know. Like, I feel like mm. some dynamicism. Dyna, dynan, no, wow, I can't talk. Dynamicism is that the right way to say that? Uh, <laughs> dynamics. I've, There's more dynamics. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point it's more dynamic yes there's there's much more in the way of dynamics um <laughs> yeah but i guess it's really those middle three songs you know three four and five those are like the standouts to me okay that's interesting because for me oh, oh three four and five okay yeah yeah three, i can see that yeah. so here's the thing right and like if you look at a picture of migwa their their stage dress is it's like most of them are wearing leather jackets and black hoodies and a full face like nylon covering. Like so like you can't see their fa- basically they look like like they look like death in leather jackets. That's what they look like, you know? And they all okay. wear that. Like you don't see any of their faces and they they all look like that. It's very <laughs> they like They look like they're bank robbers is what they look like. They look like bank robbers. Um Yeah. But here's the thing, right? And you know, Corpse paint in in black metal is kind of like you know the thing, right? And that's how most of the that's how most of the bands kind of like look, and that's the kind of their stage dress. And corpse paint done well can actually look very like striking and like creepy and like has the right effect. But the problem is is that like face paint look. The first time I ever saw that was the band Kiss. And exactly. I can't not, even for a second, I just can't not see that. And, like, every time I see, like, a black metal band, I'm like, yeah, but where's Gene Simmons? Where's Starchild? Like, what's happening here? <laughs> no, I agree completely, yeah. And so it's like, if I'd never seen Kiss before, I think that I would have a much better reaction to, like, the corpse paint. Like, oh, yeah, that looks badass. But, like, to me, I'm like, oh, they just look like Kiss. <laughs> so Where's their high heels? Yeah, where's the high heels? You know, where's the spiky, like, leather jacket? The platform boots. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's just, it's it's tough. But yeah, so, okay, so you, you would say, I guess, let's, uh, you know, because we've talked quite a while on this first album, and I, I actually kind of expected this to be the one you had the least to say about, um, is, so, thumbs up, thumbs down on this one? 
I mean, as an album, thumbs up, sure. Like, personally, I'll probably never listen to any of this ever again. Interesting. Okay. And you didn't uh, go, did you go and listen to any of their other stuff out of curiosity? No. Okay. That's fair enough. So. It was, I mean, I'll be honest. It was, it was difficult to like listen to four albums in compl- in like incompleteness while paying attention to them multiple times. Like I don't do that anymore. So it was like, it was like, oh boy, like it's been a long time since I've done this. <laughs> oh yeah. And I-, I will say genuinely, I didn't. I don't think I ever sat down and listened to any of these albums. Like I didn't. Oh, okay. I don't. Well, I didn't devote. Up on you. <laughs> yeah, you. You probably put more in. I always listen to albums um, in the background of doing something else. Like yeah, I listen so that's to exactly how I do it. Yeah, I, I listen to a lot of these albums. Um, well, like editing the podcast or when I play online mm. chess. Like you know, that's that's how I prefer to listen to albums. I like. I mean, I. I did go back and I actively listened to some of the songs on these albums, like to really like, like really mm-hmm. think about them hard. But like, I just, I don't, I find that I get very distracted trying to listen to music, like, like focusing yes. on it. So mm-hmm. I, I, I tried to like listen to this in the same way that I would listen to anything else to see if it kind of like peaked my peak the threshold of my interest. Cause that's kind of, that's how I judge an album, right? Like usually when I'm listening to albums, it's like, well, I'm like a lot of the times when I'm listening to albums, it's, it's like in the background while I'm like working and stuff like that, because you know, I need something to distract my brain while I'm doing like other things. And I want that part of my brain to be doing that. And if, if I'm doing something and an album crosses the threshold of like, Oh wait, I'm suddenly paying attention to this album now. And I want to like listen to what is happening that's usually when i say okay i think i like this album yes okay well i think we come from pretty much the same place then yeah yeah because that's how but i don't even listen to albums anymore i just listen to songs so Uh, we'll see i'm too lazy to degrade it even further (laughs) i'm too lazy to change the album so i'll put an album on (laughs) and i'll just let it run until it's done and then i'll pick something else so So you gotta you gotta i just let the youtube algorithm decide what the next song is most (sighs) of the time i mean that's not a bad that's not a bad way to go um so yeah uh this is I, I I think we're probably going to end up doing this uh, this format again, um, and if we do, I have I have another black metal album because you've never listened to Aransi Pizzazu, have you? Nope. Yeah, and I I actually already have the two bands I want you to listen to picked out. Oh, that's well. awesome! That's awesome. Yeah. So based on the things that you've recommended to me this time, I I think that you are going to fucking love Aransi Pizzazu. So or at least the specific album. So uh, we'll, okay. this is, it's definitely one we'll yeah. have to do. Um, okay. So yeah. Um, so, best song, worst song on the album? Uh, worst songs, first song. Okay. Uh, best songs, third song. All right. Well, there you go. For me, um, my my favorite song is Exercises in Futility. My least favorite song is Exercises in Futility. Um, no. no, no. <laughs> no uh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> they have numbers. They have Roman numerals, at least. No, I think five is the standout track for me. Like, that's the one that, like, I mm-hmm. remember the most from this album. Um I have a hard time picking my least favorite out of it because the other tracks for me are kind of like, okay, you know, I like all of the tracks on this album, but I think there's a very small um, difference between my favorite and my least favorite track mm. on this, much more so than than the other albums that we listen to. So okay. I, 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 if you th- if you say one was the your least favorite, I, I could probably agree with that as much as yeah. any of the other tracks on the album. It's It just, it sounded the most black metal to me. Fair yeah. enough. Three was the one where I was like, oh, wow, this is, like, so different sounding. Yeah. Yeah, three, yeah. It, it definitely, I, I think, yeah. yeah, I think you're right in that, like, three three through five is where it really pops off. Although I, I do yeah. really like two, just for the, um, it almost sounds like, it almost sounds arrogant in a way. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, if you listen. I don't know, maybe. Let if you listen, listen to, like, the first, quick. like, couple, like, couple seconds of two. like Yes, I, think, I do like that 
that intro. Yeah. It just very quickly, like, the rest of the song is just black vinyl. But yeah, it's like that... Yes, that is great. Like, that... I don't know, like, every time I hear that, I'm like, God, it's just like... It sounds like... It just sounds like somebody, like, strutting around, you know? Like... It's it's just got that feel to me, and it's it's very like it like it makes me like want to like just kind of like bob in place as 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 the black metal fans tend to do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay, interesting. So let's move on to uh, let's move on to Amplifier Worship by Boris. Yes. yes. All right. So uh, what'd you think? Okay. <laughs> so like I said before, with the you know. I'm listening to this. Does this cross the threshold of mm-hmm. this did not <laughs> really. This was one of those like there was a couple times, but like I like so I listened to this one while I was editing the podcast, which might have been a bad decision because when I'm editing the podcast, there's like what I'm doing when I'm editing the podcast is I'm basically just taking all of the silence out, which is a very like, you know, tedious type of thing which means i could pay much more attention to the thing that i'm listening to so i was paying a lot of attention to this album and uh boris is a drone album um yep Mm -hmm. and drone music doesn't really uh it doesn't it doesn't really benefit i think from active listening i think would be the the way that i would put at least for me it doesn't really benefit it's one of those things that's much better way deep in the background than it is like me paying attention to what's happening in a moment to moment sense so it's good driving music. I I could see that. So yeah. I I found that this album, I think the first time I listened to this album, my my initial impression was, "Wow, how far am I into this and nothing has happened?" Hang on. <laughs> on subsequent listens to it because I honestly I feel like I listened to this album more than any of the others because I was trying to pinpoint what about it just doesn't click for me. Yeah. But it was better on subsequent listens. I, 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 it got to the point much faster than I thought it did. Um, but like, here's where I'm coming from, right? So I, I've listened, I've listened to a, a, a some amount of drone music. Um, not much. I'm not really like you know. I know that you're kind of into like Sun, which I'm not so much. I would not go that far. Okay, you've listened to Sun. I know people who are into Sun, and thus I have listened to Sun. But only ever in those situations, pretty much. Okay. Not that I think they're like bad or anything. Just not my, not really my cup of tea. Fair enough. I only came to Sun because of of you. I'd never heard of it from anybody oh, else. So, so I, I was about, under the impression you liked it. <laughs> Sun O, right? Yeah. Just to be clear. The, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Even though it's obviously just Sun. Yes. Well, I mean, uh, I'm. You probably know this, but like their 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 logo and all that actually comes from uh, a brand of defunct amplifiers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I knew that at some point, at least. Yeah, because I mean, I, I, I honestly, I, I have to resist very hard calling them Sun O because that's how you always said it. Yeah. So, and well, then, there's also a band called Sun, so it's like it's ambiguous. Ah, uh, fair enough. Okay, well then, so Sun O, like, it is. Uh, Sun yeah, O, everybody. Like, they kind of have to be Sun O because they didn't <laughs> fucking. That's what their fucking name is. God damn it. Yeah, but um, from my understanding, right? Um, like. Uh, drone metal largely evolved um, from uh, from sludge. So, like the genre of sludge, which was kind of popularized by Melvins, who I don't know if you you're familiar with or listen to Melvins. I mean, okay, well, I'm gonna you're using the word drone a lot, and like I agree with you in a certain sense, but I don't think it's Boris is not a drone metal band in any way. I think it's more of a drone metal band than uh, than other like other sludge artists. I would, 
I would say they're like noise rock band. Okay. Is I where mean, they're really like. I, I can see their, what like, you're saying, but when you say noise rock, I, I think Melt Banana, not. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're described as experimental. Yeah. Is really what they. And like, yeah, it, it's. Calling a drone is like that. The middle parts of this album are like so not drone. No. It feels wrong to describe it that way. Yes. Um, I, I, I to, again, do I agree with you to some degree? Um, yeah. It like, I, I feel like if you, if you have like, you know, if the bookends of your album are hugely long drone songs, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you in that bucket a little bit. You know, it's, I, 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 mm-hmm. I, I do agree with you that the middle is much less so that. But even the middle has some pretty long sections of 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 like that type of that type of music. But I won't I won't argue too much on genres because I think it's a waste. Yeah, of time. Yeah, I know. Yes, it is. It is. Um, but at least that's like the 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 style of music like that is that kind of like long sustained tones. Um, you know, and when that is like kind of prevalent. Um, you know, in a song, like I feel like that's like, I, if I if I remember the way that it all worked out, right? Is and, and, again, so are you familiar with the band Melvins? Nope. Okay, so Melvins was kind of like the sludge band, like they were the ones. Basically, it was like take punk rock and slow it way the fuck down, and that's sludge, right? And that's kind of where mm-hmm. that came from. Um, and a lot of bands like Sun and stuff like that, I believe are, I mean, I I can't imagine I do not have Melvin's as an influence because basically what they said is not slow enough, <laughs> you know, like, and of course, you know, bands like Sun also took a lot of inspiration from like Black Sabbath and stuff like that, you know, like of doom, you know, so it's, it's all kind of in that sort of genre and like doom metal is sort of in that same vein of like, take, you know, take heavy metal and slow it down. You know, it's kind of all the same thought. Um, and I listened to a decent amount of sludge bands like uh, like Cult of Luna um, and, okay, you know, yeah. early, early Mastodon, um, you know, like I like that kind of like sludge metal. Like I like that stuff. Like I dig it. But I feel like sludge metal went a different way than than like drone went where drone was like slower, whereas sludge was just like heavier, you know, like mm. like like down tune slow, but not like, you know super slow and like a lot of bass a lot of you know that kind of stuff whereas a lot of the songs on this album to me like they 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 lack the quality of which i would be able to call them music and i would start to call them more like tone paintings that's not true of the entire album like i I mean that that seems like a compliment almost. Yeah, it's and it is. Like I I don't like but I don't want to listen to it. I think that's it. that's more what they were. Yeah, it's not a well it's not yeah, it's it's amplifier worship. Like it's literally Yeah. what it is. And I and I think I knew what I was getting into with the title of the album, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it, it it didn't surprise me what I got. So, so did you like even if you didn't appreciate it as something you would listen to, which is not like it's not a casual listening no. album, right? No. Like do you do you appreciate like the amplifier worship? part of it he, 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 so here's the thing right so i um i've seen melvin's live and melvin's mm-hmm. and and like if you should actually go back and listen to some like especially the um you should listen to the album lysol by melvin's um okay because you'll see a lot of where this came from but like i saw melvin's live and hey hey, hey, hey. let's not bring live performances into this no, no, that's no, no, not fair no no hang on hang on hang on hang on i'm going somewhere with this okay, okay. so i saw melvin's live and I, like 
there's like there's a lot of songs by Melvins that are um that are faster, right? And like, you know, have a little bit more of like, you know, actual melodic information. Um, but there's a lot of songs by Melvins that are like droney, because I mean they are they're kind of like the progenitors of like that genre in a lot of ways. And those benefit so much from a live performance. Because being in the moment and, you know, like actually standing in front of those giant cabinets and like hearing it is a different experience than listening to it on a pair of headphones in my basement. Um, yes. And I think that Boris would benefit extremely from seeing them live. Okay. Yes. I, I, I could agree with that. They are definitely the kind of band that you should probably see live. Yeah. Yeah. And also bring earplugs. Um, I, yeah. I seriously like this is like PSA to everybody like yeah you think you like I used to go to all concerts without earplugs like which was stupid but like I used to go to all concerts without earplugs um when I saw Melvin's um that was the loudest fucking concert I've ever been to in my life like it was it was it was actually physically painful like like Mm -hmm. when I left like my ears hurt my eardrums are and I was like my my hearing was fucked up for like several days like, mm-hmm. like yeah. you need you wear earplugs. People. Yeah, man. Like normally, like when I go to like when I used to go to concerts, it's like, you know, it's like at the end of the concert, you'd be deaf because it's loud, you know, and yeah, then like and you'd, you'd wake up the next it. morning, you'd be fine with Melvin's. I was worried my hearing was never going to get better. Like yes. it was mm-hmm. it was a little bit scary. And I've brought earplugs to concerts ever since. So <laughs> pro tip, wear your fucking earplugs. It, it's like yeah. it's really it's fucking it's a serious business. So see uh, now. The way you've described uh, Amplifier Worship makes me regret not recommending their other album that I like, uh, Pink. Well, yeah. Because I think you would have loved that album. So, Steven, don't worry. I got you. I listened to Pink. Um, Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, I was like, is this the band or is it the album? And so I was like, I'm going to listen to, yeah. yeah. So I was like, I'm going to listen to Pink. And I was like, oh, I like Pink. So it's just the album. It's just Pink is also my favorite album by them. I just think that, um, Amplifier Worship is like, it's a song, right? Like, it's technically, there's multiple songs on the album, but it's really like, it's two songs, and then like, that last song, Vomit Self, was like, recorded later in a different place at a different time, so it's kind of like a bonus track. Okay. And so it's like, it was that time in my life when I listened to song albums, essentially. Uh, And so that's why I wanted to recommend it. It's like, it's very representative of like, that was the kind of thing I listened to, where that was really just one song to me. Okay. And that's how I kind of think of that album. So I will say that like the entire title track, huge, did yes. basically nothing for me. Like, oh really? It it barely okay. it barely tripped the threshold of of me even paying attention to it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Gamboki. Um, that I, I I here's 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 what kept coming to mind when I listened to this album is basically like because there's some good there's some good parts in Gamboki and there's some good parts in in Hama and Kudemizu. Yep. Like mm-hmm. all those have good parts. Um, but I kept thinking I was like, is the juice worth the squeeze on this one? Like, do I do I want to listen to this entire thing just to get to the part that's like, oh yeah, you know? And I guess my answer to this one was no. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like it's, it's interesting you say that, yeah. Cause I, I listening to this album again, I pretty much have the same opinion of it as you do. Okay. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's which is good. just like it's it's a young man's album. It's the kind of thing you listen to when you had a lot more time, mm-hmm. and you could like really let it like seep in you. I yeah. guess. yeah. No, I, I get exactly what you're saying, and and that's just that that's where this like so. But the, I think the high point of this album for me is Kudo Mizu, 
um, mm-hmm. which yeah. is the there's some passages in there that actually are very much similar to like that uh, that death help the death heaven album that I was talking about of like that kind of like you know uh, like floaty kind of like guitar sound um, very like you know. I think it's around, let me just find the point in the, like around 38 minutes. I mean, honestly, like there's parts of that that are even kind of like, uh, like explosions in the sky, that kind of like post-rocky. Yes, no, 100%. Yeah. And that this is also in my post-rock phase, right in that phase of like, yeah, I listen to a lot of post-rock, a lot of prog music, and that's all, you know, these like long, you know, overlong, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, how do I want to describe it? It's like they, they explore an idea like to the ground. Yeah. And that's where I come that's where I come up with like the, this is more of like a tone painting. It's like this is yeah. this is this is this is art to be appreciated, but it's like it's almost like there's like especially like the first and last tracks. They're they're basically to me, they're not actually music. Like I, I feel like in order for it to be music, it does need to have some kind of discernible um like discernible like beat or cadence, even if that changes a lot. Um like if I can't if I can't separate it from just being noise it's very difficult for me to understand it like from a like an intellectual standpoint as music so like mm-hmm. to me this is like those first two tracks like the, the sorry the first two the first and last tracks they're almost like to me they're more like art installations and they're they're good art installations and like i feel like if i experienced them live i would appreciate them a lot more but th- it's not like a it's not like a music that i can listen to it's it's something yeah, i that, mean yeah music to me is just like audio art so <laughs> i think you're kind of being i guess what what reductionist or something what would the word be and like I i'm not i'm not i'm not saying this isn't music by the way but like to me yeah. i've I listened need... to too much like weird kevin drum shit for me to even like like this is so far in the music category to me because like there's like fucking like you know weird like dropping neat like nails on a guitar stuff out there that's mm-hmm. like even more ridiculous than this. Yeah, and I'm not making the argument that this isn't music. I'm making the argument that, to me, this doesn't trip the threshold of being music. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on the first on the, on the first and last tracks, specifically. Yeah. The, the middle yeah, stuff I wouldn't is even very clearly the last music. Track. I, I, I don't wouldn't even call the last track part of the album. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, uh, to me, like... Standout track for me, Kuri Mizu. Like, that's the one that if I was ever going to go back and listen to it, and I probably won't, but... Yeah. If I was but ever you going... like Pink. I liked Pink. Yeah, I enjoyed that's, Pink. Yeah, great. That's, that's my favorite album by them, so yeah. I'm happy. And I think that you should... I think that you should go back and you should listen to uh, Lysol. Uh, by the Melvin, yep. By Melvin's. And you should also listen to... Um, and again, by Melvin's, just to kind of see... Because Melvin's is kind of like... You can kind of see where different bands went. Um, is if you listen to Houdini by Melvins. So those albums, by the way, it's interesting. Lysol and Houdini are like, it's like Lysol and then Houdini. Those are the the order of the albums. They were like one year apart from each other and they could not be more different. And like, if you listen to like, you know, 10 minutes of Lysol and 10 minutes of Houdini, um, Lysol is, I think, the direction that Boris went in. Houdini is the direction that all of the bands that I like went in. Okay. Give me your, uh, give me your best and worst of the... Uh, of oh, that. yes. Um... God, that's hard for me because it's like you know I don't respect the str- the the like the way they've split up the songs on this album <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. So it's like uh, the the second half of Ganbu Kai through to all the rest of Hama. I think right is that how how they how I split up in my mind? <laughs> no, oh, no, Hama is where it starts for the next song. No, okay, so no, all of Hugay and Kai is like my favorite. 
And then I also, and then I don't even consider Vom itself part of the album, so I guess that's my worst. Yeah. Okay. So we at least agree on the, the worst. I, yeah. That 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 whole that whole song is 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 incredibly long and does basically nothing for me. Yeah. They already got the point across with Hugh. I don't feel like Vom itself was necessary. And again, it was recorded later at a different place at a different time. So it's like, is it was it really even part of the album? Like, it's a bonus track for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. All right. Shall we talk about uh, Delta Sleep? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, go ahead. Um, I, I, you know, I listened to this a few times. I was surprised to learn that they're a math rock band um, after the fact, although that does make the album make more sense in context for me. It's a very, um, like, concept, it's a concept album, I guess. Oh, know? for sure. And it's, I don't, I've kind of grown out, not grown out of, I've moved on from concept albums. I've listened to so many concept albums, um... That I'm not really interested in that that genre again. I, this was a good one though, because it like each song felt complete in a way that usually concept albums don't do, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was interesting. I liked that a lot, even though thematically I think they linked it together pretty well. Um, I liked it. it. It's uh, it's definitely something I would like take a few songs from though. But like as an album, I could probably take a pass. Okay, interesting. And 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 what is this album about, in your opinion? Um, working in a city's so bad. Wah wah wah! <laughs> I guess that's that's about as much as I got out of it because I don't I don't really listen to lyrics like for meaning. Mm. You know, I'm they're like purely an, another instrument to me most of the time, and so like only the most blunt messages will get through to me. Okay. So if there was if there was some nuance here, there wasn't that I was supposed to get there wasn't, but I definitely did not get it. Okay. This this album, so Ghost City is 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 an album about uh escaping like a dystopian city essentially oh okay is what the album is about like it's you mean like right over my head yeah like you know the city watches everything you do you know like that oh like all that you know it's 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 about like a completely over nope yeah it's a it's about like escaping you know and like you know at the one part like he's he's talking about like you know uh like if I, you know, if I, if I ran to like the outskirts of the city, they, they, they take me back, but I just try, you know, I, I try to run away again and like, you know, whatever. Um, Interesting. This, this album is, is 100% like I am, I am trying to escape a dystopian surveillance state is what it's about. And like, to me, this brought so vividly like thoughts of like Dark City, um, the, the movie. Oh, um, and even like, even to some degree, things like, like half-life, um, and other things like that, where it's like, it's like these kind of like, you know, Eastern European feel like dystopian surveillance uh-huh. states and like the difference between like this, like, like I, I got very vivid imageries of like equilibrium, the movie equilibrium, you know, where it's like this, like concrete, like brutalist architecture versus like, you know, like the nature outside. I mean, obviously equilibrium is a little bit less huh. like nature outside, but like, all of that was like very vividly brought to mind when I listened to this album, and like it just like it, it hits a chord with me. I don't know what it is about because yeah. like I love those kind of movies. Like I mean, I love Dark City. Yeah. You know, like like the idea of escaping from like this like horrible like you know cityscape into like like Shell Beach. You know, in the end of Dark City. Dark City spoilers. Sorry, everybody. I guess. Um, yeah. Wow. You just dropped that one. Yeah. Um. Like that. Like that imagery, like kept playing over and over again in my mind when I listened to this album, which is, I think, part of the reason why I like it so much. Huh. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was never going to get that. I mean, maybe if I'd listened to it for like a couple years 
And I'm serious <laughs> here. Like, if this had been like a regular rotation for like two or three years, maybe I would have eventually figured that out. Mm. But the way I listen to music, like the lyrics are the last thing I'll ever pay attention to. <laughs> so like, to me, everything was just like when I would hear stuff Tim talking about, like, you know, working or like, you know, going to the city. I was just like, OK, it's about city life. Mm. Sure. Whatever. And, like, I still got, like, I got that it was, like, bad, uh-huh. but I figured it was just, like, figuratively talking about, like, how the modern work cycle is bad. I didn't, I didn't understand that it was a literal bad city. And I, I think it, I, I think it helps that, like, I mean, once I, because I, like, I mean, I love math rock. Like, of the genres mm-hmm. that I listen to, like, math rock is at the top of things that I love. Like, I, I, I really, I, I enjoy it on a very fundamental level. Like, it just, it does it for me. Um, and so like this album already was like an easy sell for me. Um, and so I listened to a, it like a shit ton. Like I listened to this album like on repeat when I first, when I first listened to this yeah. like, a year ago or two years ago or whenever I started listening to it, like I listened to it once and I was like, I just want to listen to that again. And then I listened to it again. And I was like, I want to listen to that again. And I listened to it again. And I just kept listening to this album over and over and over and over and over again on repeat. So that, pro- and also like for me, like I, I am actually kind of in the same boat as you is I don't really pay that much attention to lyrics, but because the lyrics like are pretty prevalent in this, honestly. Yes, they are. Yeah. And they're, and you know, relatively easy to understand. Like it's, um, it's not like a lot of albums where like, it's very difficult to tell what the hell the singer is actually saying. Um, the lyrics were, were, were pretty clear in this overall, you know? So I found it easy enough to, to pay attention to it. It's just like, yeah, I mean, it just, oof. It does it for me, man. Like, I really like it. And I like the imagery that it brings up for me. And actually, I'd be interested to hear, knowing knowing what it is about, uh, like, you know, if you if you listen to it one more time, I wonder if you, you'd pick up on more of that. But uh, Yeah, well, I'm, I'm trying to listen to it again now a little bit here. The good ones, I think, to listen to is, um, oh, it's I think it's Dot Work, actually. Yeah, see, th- that's another problem. It's like, you know, I mostly liked the transition songs on this album. Um, you know, like Ghost or Dream Thing. Uh-huh. Um, there's some ex- I like. I like El Pastor a lot. Yeah, um, El Pastor and San Soleil to me are those. Those are the yes, San Soleil as well. Yes. I oh, San Soleil, San Soleil, and yeah. El Pastor are ones that I could easily at any time listen to by themselves. But go to um, it's around it's dot work. It's around twenty one twenty seven. Okay, you're talking about like the guitar part here. Well, and also like. The, <laughs> you probably skipped over the lyrics again, but like even the lyrics is there must be more to life than concrete walls. There must be more to life than concrete walls. That doesn't like that doesn't strike me as like that's just to me like a very that's just a poetic way of saying like you know people are trapped in their you know modern lives. Like I, don't, I don't read that as like a literal statement. I guess I, I think in the well, yeah so in the context of the larger album and like all the things that he's talking about because like I mean the album basically you know like I said it's it's a journey out of a out of, out of a dystopian city and the journey I believe like he escapes at El Pastor like that's the point when he's out of the city because El Pastor is talking about like you know. He's, he wakes up, like, tired and exhausted, like, in nature, you know, and mm. outside of the city, and he's finally escaped. I see. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I do I do like the album more around that point. <laughs> I, I would love so. for you to listen to it one more time through and, like, just let me know what you think of it. Because, like, that—and also, I just love how it's bookended um, with the same essential, like, thing— you know, it's like that you know, soft sound, so soothing. Yes, I will say I 
you know, to, to not to skip ahead here, but I do like the first song the best. Oh, God. That intro to me is like, it's just like, I, it yeah, really does. I, it, it feels like going into a story, you know? Sorry, go ahead. I, I keep, I keep. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's you're, you're, you obviously love this album and that's great. It's um the first song. The first song to me is almost like I don't need the rest of the album. <laughs> it's like it so perfectly encapsulates like everything else the rest of the album does. It's sort of like great. Like you, that first song was kind of you just did it right there. And I right. love the alliteration in the like, yes, in the vocals. No, it, and and that's what I, I I guess I never I didn't notice it was alliteration, but I do love that that line. Um, yeah. And I because because of the way I listen to. To, to lyrics it's just like it's just the noise yeah and so like the way it's like smooth like that yeah i love that yeah. i should i should have i should have mentioned that to you that this is an album where you do actually have to pay a little bit of attention yeah to sorry lyrics. when you said concept album i thought you meant like you know quote unquote concept album i didn't mean i didn't realize you meant like literally it's fucking like zeltoid the omniscient yeah this is literally yeah this is i mean this is scenes from yeah, a yeah. memory you know this yeah, is yeah except yeah, i for, didn't realize that yeah except for scenes from a memory and so that's the thing actually it's an interesting talk about like because I, I think you and i are in the same boat it's like like you said you've kind of grown out of concept albums which i know is the wrong term but it's like i've moved, no it's yeah it's not grown out yeah, of. moved past i'm yes. i'm i'm i i concept I've albums experienced the, that journey and it's fine, and it was great, yeah. and I'm I'm good. And my entry point into concept albums was scenes from a memory uh, from Dream yeah, Theater. God, yeah, wow, which, fucking Dream Theater. Which, in, in a lot of ways, is a really good album. But like most of the tracks are not good in isolation. They're only good in in the sense of their like. In, I mean, it's the same with like like the Wall or any of that shit. Where it's like half the tracks are like okay, but like are there what? songs? Yeah, you know, like. So this album, to me, it's like, that's what I loved about it, is like, everything works together in concert, but at the same time, you can pick out almost any individual track out of this album, and it's good, with the exception yeah. of like, I think I think maybe the only, is like Glass is maybe the only one that isn't really a song, and I guess Ghost isn't really a song, but like, everything else in here is is a song, like, is something that you could just listen to completely by itself. It's funny. You say, I, I actually really liked Ghost as, as a song. <laughs> I liked it. Is Ghost a song? I guess let me listen. It's to not. It. It's not. It doesn't have lyrics. I don't think. It's just a transition. But like, I, I liked. Oh, it. it is good though. Yeah, that like that. Like, it's a good song. Wow. Like oh yeah. Oh, it is really. But yeah, no. Yeah, so like I. Go I don't need something to be long and have lyrics and like a proper strong structure for me to enjoy it. But yeah, Sultan's a ping though. The initial track, like it's yeah, it's so good. It's like every time I would turn it on, I was like, oh, God. And then I just have to listen to the old out al- the whole album. Like that was that was what what happened is like I would listen to the first track and I'd be like, well, I guess I'm listening to the whole thing now. Uh, this is fucking yeah, the, great. I, it's and part of part of the structure of it being like very like each song is its own thing. That also made it hard for me to see it as like a complete concept album like that kind of worked against it in a sense yeah you yeah it, it is it's definitely one you do have to pay attention to the lyrics yeah to, i to didn't understand. pay attention to it as the, the game was worked from the start you know <laughs> yes so uh favorite track on this album that's hard um can i can i say seven and eight yeah you can because i would say the same thing i think i yeah. like sans soleil a little bit more but I, I do find every time I go back to this album, I forget which one I liked better. I'm like, wait, which one do I like better? Is it Sans Soleil yeah. or El Pastor? I think and I, I feel like they they kind of flow a little bit too. They do. It's almost like one big track. I yeah. would say I think I like Sans Soleil just like, from purely a lyrical perspective. I think I like Sans Soleil a little bit more. Um, but I like them both a lot, and I yeah. do feel. And like I guess that. I guess to balance it out, I'll say I like El Pastor a little more, just because I'm not, you know, I. 
again, I've listened to a lot of math rock and I don't really listen to it anymore. So the less math rocky the song was, the kind of the more I liked it. So <laughs> I'll go, I'll say El Pastor. Fair enough. And then least favorite? I don't know. Uh, maybe like uh, Dot Work, I think wow. actually. Dot Work is actually another one of my like, because well, it's, it's the most like, it's the most precise math rocky song. That's probably true. Although I just like, I love that like, that little guitar part after like, there must be more something than concrete walls, like that bit. Like it's like, must be more to life than concrete walls. Like that part. Yeah, every, no, time, like that. every time it yeah, gets to that, that part, I'm just like, fucking yes, it's so just, good. <laughs> I'll just say that. And you should just listen to Minus the Bear more. Well, I love Minus the Bear. Yeah. It's just like, cause that is all of their guitar work is like that. that I know. Like crunch, not crunchy. I Whew, I got to back off from Crunchy. I know Crunchy is reserved for uh, for Rolls. another band. Um, ah, fuck, I don't remember. I, I, I know exactly. I mean, yeah, minus, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I yeah. love. I mean, I, I love. Ev- like, I mean, I have like I've listened to like every Minus the Bear album. Like, I I like Minus the Bear a lot. So, <laughs> but yeah, okay, fair. Yeah, my I think my least favorite is probably Glass, which is I mean, kind of cheating because to me it's just a transition song and it's, yes. it's the least going for it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so this is this is my favorite album. This is, I think, unequ- mm-hmm. it, it doesn't contain my favorite song, which I think is still reserved for "Sleeping in Traffic" by Beardfish. Because how could it not mm. be? I mean, wow, what a masterpiece of a fucking like thirty-minute magnum opus. But uh, this, honestly, though, it does kind of the same thing because I think that uh, doesn't Beardfish Beardfish kind of bookends as well a little bit. Like there's like a like a I think it's like a similar motif at the beginning and at the end, if I recall correctly. And this, of course, does a very similar thing in that it has that kind of bookended motif that I really, really like. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into a little bit of music theory here uh, and talk confidently about something I don't really know very much about. So I'm probably just wrong, but like I think it's like I think they're trying to imitate like classical song structure. Okay, like, like literally classical, like because that's classical music is all about variations on a theme mm-hmm. generally. So like you introduce a theme, then you like do a little variation on it, and then do another variation, and then you return to the theme with like the slight variation change potentially Mm -hmm. and so it's like you know concept albums are very like high uh, high, concept albums are very high concept (laughs) see we can both do it we can both be captain obvious um and so just like you know because of that they want to imitate classical song structure in that way and like do a like a variations and a return theme kind of thing yeah i think in a very limited way um that is true i mean this is this is because yes I, i think I think that that argument could be much better made for something like Scenes from a Memory, where it is literally like the same motif over and over again in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. But this definitely does that um, in a much more limited way. Um, yeah, yeah, it's more conceptual. It's not as direct. But, but I, I think in this in this in this sense, it is literally that. It's 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 a bookend. It's like uh, we're opening and then we're closing with the same thing in kind of like a different in a, in a different way to kind of say, okay, now that's that completes the concept album. That kind of wraps it up in a nice like in a nice binding yeah so would you listen to this album again i would listen to songs from it again i would i think i'm i probably will just add sultans of ping to my playlist and yeah. like have that a, a song um that's that's fair but I, re- I really do feel like that is like that song is kind of like the high point of the album <laughs> it is a really 
it is a really, really, really yeah. good. Like every time I hear that that first track, I'm sucked yeah. into this album. Like I just like I just want to listen. I have played so much chess with this album in the background. <laughs> like I have played hundreds of games with this album. Actually, in the background. this this does remind me now. Just for some reason, you listen to the Suburbs by Arcade Fire. No, I have not. I have actually not, okay. never listened to the Arcade Fire. Full stop. Even though I might I'm, have to recommend that album next time, or you might just want to listen to it because this. Thinking about it now, this reminds me a lot of that style of. You might like that a lot. Okay, it reminds me a lot of this now. Link it in the link it in the, the Discord. Oh yeah, you're right. I should do that. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. I I would love for you to listen to this one more time and like pay attention to the lyrics a little bit. Like, do whatever yeah, you want. To just but... like, I would need to take the lyrics out and just like go. Yeah. Listen to them with them on, because that's the only way I'll, I'll be able to do it. Because I can't keep. I can't keep it in my head. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So shall we move on to... Yes. Uh, what is it? 20, 2012 to 2017, Against All Logic? Yep. Okay. Fuck you, Steven. Oh, How oh, yeah? dare you keep this album from me and not tell me about it, you <laughs> bastard? Oh, my hey, God. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. dude. Like, yeah, what? Like, yeah. th- this is... <sighs> This is one of those albums, right? Where like I would, I, I was, I was doing stuff in the background, right? Well, like I was, I was listening to this, and like at multiple points, I would just be like, "Fuck!" Like, "Oh my god!" Like, "Ah!" Like, "Oh, dude!" Like the fucking like track number eight. You got me hooked. Okay, like just go to go to around like a minute on that, and then. And then at what one sixteen? Oh, dude! Like that, like that drop, like boom! It was like, oh my god! Yes. I'm like, I, like I was listening. Yeah. At the, I literally, I was just like, fuck. <laughs> I, the way this album uses like artificial distortion is insane, dude. Or maybe it's even real distortion. I don't even know. I mean, with the way some setups are, he could be producing it actually. Oh my god! This this album is fucking fire, dude! Like, holy shit! Like. <laughs> And it's okay. So it's it's interesting, by the way. So like, I, I did my research, right? Because you know, when you when you when you when you just drop some shit like this on me, you know, like I'm like, okay. So you know, because I listened to I listened to Pink by Boris, and mm-hmm. I think that you had somehow managed to like like you linked the wrong album for Boris and the right album for Nicholas Yar, because I listened to some of his other stuff, and like Very I was kind different. of hoping. It's very different. And, like, I, I honestly, I need to go back and listen to it with, like, a fresh mind knowing that that's the case because I want more of this. Yeah, I want this. You will be this. disappointed. There's only, there's only one other album of this. And it's not the same. It's really. not. Yeah, it's not as good. Because, yeah, yeah t- what, 2017 to, or whatever the hell the other one is called? Like, it's not this. It's, it's, it's okay. Like, I started listening to it. I was like, okay. But, like, like oh, my. Because I, I guess this is, like, this is, like. Categories is like what deep house where it's like it's, it's yeah using yeah, this a, is some cr- crazy house music yeah because like I think deep house it, like it uses like a lot of like um like samples from that era like of like kind of like got like soul music samples combined with house music is my understanding of how deep house works um oh, okay yeah that's more than I ever knew yeah and that, I, I did my my preliminary thirty seconds of research on this yielded <laughs> basically soul music plus house music equals deep yes. house so yeah, okay it's, it's like a better version of lo-fi it's is, is kind of how I would describe this god damn it dude like, like you know how you like lo-fi well here's lo-fi with like someone who actually like it produces music for a living like this this album is fucking untouchable like it's so 
good, man. Holy, like, I, I almost don't have anything, like, insightful to say because it's just so fucking, like, like, okay, people out there, listen to me, okay? Just fucking, just shut up for a second and listen, all right? If you like house music, and if you don't like house music, if you just like music, okay, if you like music. This is the first house music album I ever listened to, and it, yeah. it kind of ruined the rest of the genre for me. If you like house if you like music, okay, if you're a human being, <laughs> listen to this fucking album. Like, holy shit. And, like, listen to it on, like, a good set of, like, headphones or speakers, by the way, because, like, the, the bass is, is very yeah, necessary. Yeah, very important. Yeah, like, yeah. this is, like, I... The the combination of these like seventies samples with like um with like all of like this like really like like this like the layering of sound like there is there is like a like a fifteen year old me that like would be like uh but like this is all done on a computer you know but like I've I've since very much moved on from that point of view of like this this dude this dude is a modern composer you know this is a person that's basically like I understand like I understand composition. To a degree that is fucking insane. Because, like, all of this... Like, if you had told me... If you had told me that every... Like, there was no samples in this. All of these performances... Like, all these vocal performances and stuff that are included in this were all Mm -hmm. recorded for the express purpose of making this album. I would believe you 100%. There would be nothing that would dissuade me from that that notion. So when I when I realized, oh, these are just all samples that he's like like melded into these incredible fucking tracks, I I I I was just like, oh, this guy's a genius. <laughs> okay. I get it. <laughs> yeah, this is and it's you know, it's one of those benefits of like this is five years of him cherry picking songs that he's made. Yeah. Well it's a and good it shows. Yeah. It's a good list. He uh he did well. Um I yeah. wish that I wish that his other stuff was like this because, man. What, uh, what albums did you listen to by him? Um, than, like, I listened his main stuff under Nicholas Yar. Space is a something or whatever the hell it's called. Oh, that's okay. I was that's the one I was going to recommend. So if you didn't like that, I saw that I didn't like. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, yeah. If I need to go back and listen to it without like coloring my expectations with this album, because yeah, that's yeah, the you're problem. Not gonna get this. Yeah, it's like it, I I need to know that I'm not going to get this album, and I need to just listen to it because I'm sure that it's very good. Like I'm sure that there is like, all, but I am so glad that you linked this one in particular because, like, fuck, man, like Jesus, like it's, <laughs> I don't like I don't have like concrete thoughts. It's just like ah, so. Like, Go ahead. I did discover this album a few years ago, so I've listened to it enough that I do have concrete thoughts about it. Give me some concrete thoughts so that I can I can yeah. bounce off okay. of them. <laughs> so, you know, first off, the the first song on this house album is This Old House Is All I Have. Yeah. And I just I just want to point out how great that is as a first song title. Uh yeah. It's fantastic. Like, um and I, I really do feel like this album in particular is like a very like explicitly like the song titles are him like saying something to you. Mm-hmm. Um so like, you know, I first of all just the way he uses distortion on this album, I, I said it earlier, but it's when it's like it's so like, you know, the first time people use distortion like in like rock music and like early blues, I guess, probably, you know, like that was one level and like this is the next. Like this is stepping it up, I almost feel. Oh yeah. Like it's it's like really like it feels like you're listening to this on like an old record player or something. And the thing is, is like really well done, even though that's the case, like the production on this is meticulous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it, it the distortion is part of the rhythm. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, that like, I, I mean, like the, the way that he uses samples on this, 
like like I said, it blend like I mean even even like what track six, such a bad way. That scream from I think it's I guess it's Con- Kanye West's "I Am a God" or whatever. Like it's like it's so abrasive and it fits perfectly into the song. Like it's just it's just like mm. you're talking about the the ah ha 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 no, 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 no. Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong song. Yeah, no, you need to point it out to me. I don't remember that. Scream in such a bad way. You're not saying when he goes such a bad way. No, at uh, at 3.07 in such a bad way. 3.07, oh. Oh, yeah, you're right, you know, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. I just, I don't even think of that as a scream. That's just, like, more music. <laughs> but, like, it's just, like, it's, it's like, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though. It's, like, it's just, like, it, it should be... It should be, I mean, it's jarring, but, like, it's jarring in a way that you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could even say it's yarring. Um, I'm sorry. I love, I love <laughs> You're not even going to acknowledge uh, that? <laughs> nope, no, no. We're just going to skip right by that one. Yeah. No, 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 no acknowledgement. Um, I love in I Never Dream, the second track, the way he uses, because, you know, I listen to vocals as instruments. Mm-hmm. And so the way he uses vocals here is exactly how I listen to them, right? It's just like they are just instruments. Oh yeah. Uh, just like the way he like uses the the vocals to like rhythm. It's just like I I love that. Yeah, like the looping kind of like. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Comes in around like I mean it's the whole I mean yeah it comes it's the whole seconds song. I guess yeah. Oh my god. Yeah no I mean like this is this this is, anybody that tries to make the argument that um like doing music like like this on a computer is not uh like is somehow like a lesser form of music than what people perform live like listen to this album and then fucking come at me bro like yeah. <laughs> like uh like in particular i think uh hopeless the fourth track mm-hmm. the way he like offsets the beats is like that's not possible to do really live in like a reliable way i don't think like, I, I mean i've seen some pretty talented fucking people but sure i mean i'm sure it literally is obviously but like that being um, said like it's it's just such like a nice uh like it's just it's it's excellent composition is the way that i'll describe yeah. it it's excellent like, composition he, hopeless like he builds the song in reverse mm-hmm. and that's like I don't, I don't know that's just crazy like he does the offbeat first and then he builds his song around his offbeat it's like okay <laughs> Yeah, you can do that, I guess. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, like this mm. is this is one of these this is one of these albums that I wish I knew more about music theory so that I could analyze this properly because I feel like it, this is such a this is such like a deep album that it's I, I I am appreciating it on like probably one of the most surface levels of just like this is insanely amazing. Like forget all of the all of the production and the composition. Like I just like like when I was listening to this, like it took like very little time before this was like, hey, pay attention to me, you know, yeah. like and and I, I I was just hooked. I was like, it just drew me in so much as an album. Um, in fact, I I think there's really only there's really only one track that like I think, and it's not it's not a bad track. It's just that like I don't um there's not as much going on with it. It was just flash in the pan. Uh, there's a few tracks actually I feel um that are because I to. I know to a certain extent this is like meant to be played as dance music. Oh yeah, right? and I feel and so that. like, and I feel. Oh that. yeah, no, I mean yes, you do. It's it's bubbly, um, and so like I can forgive repetition mm-hmm. to a certain degree, but I feel like there are some tracks where like you could cut thirty seconds here or there, and it would just like it would be a stronger track. 
Uh, it would just weaken it as like dance music, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I guess I could probably see where you're coming from on that. Um, I don't um, like some kind of game, for instance, uh, it, like that, like middle bit of like just like yeah, that da 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 da. But I mean, I fucking it's like love you know they do that for like a minute straight, and it's like you know I get it, like but you could just you could move on a little faster. Yeah, you know I feel like it's a little bit long but, in the tooth. But the thing is, like, it makes me like actually like want to like like dance dance to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like exactly, and, and so and nothing yeah. does that for me. Like I I'm not the kind of person that like you know is really well, yeah. like that. And like when I hear this album, I'm just like fuck, man. I just want to like oh with the piano. Yeah. I was like bah, 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 so bah, many bah, bah, bah. so many of my notes for songs on this are just like hype, smooth, continually hype. Dude, uh, one of my notes: straight up funky dance track. Yeah, this 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 whole album is fucking hype, man. It's just like, oh Jesus Christ. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Flash in the Pan is the only one where I'm just kind of like, I think because this, this is Flash in the Pan. I think is the most kind of like experimental one, and the one that's furthest from all the other tracks on the album. Like if you took out yeah. Flash in the Pan. I almost think that it would be a stronger album in general. Yeah, I mean, that was clearly him literally being like, I'm going to make an album that sounds like water boiling away in a pan. <laughs> Interesting. And it's like, and then build a song on that. And it's like, cool, dude. Like, you do you. Yeah. So, best uh, best song, worst song? <sighs> you, know, I, I, you know, I think it's just because my attention fades as I continue listening <laughs> to an album. But I'm honestly just going to say this old house is all I have. It's my favorite track. Wow. It's like first track of every album. You're just like, yep, that's the one that I paid the most attention like, to. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's the one. I like that. Jesus. Um, although, actually, I will say this. I do also, I'm, I'm going to cheat again and say that I think this old house and Never Dream are like, they, they merge into a single song for me in a lot of ways. I do agree with that. They 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 I very do. much blend together. Yeah, like I feel like though nothing else really does that on the album, but that does. And worst track, uh... It might be some kind of game for me. Really? Okay. Uh, like I, I love the Hallelujah, but I've listened to the, I've listened to it so much this album that like the novelty has worn away mm. to a certain degree on some of the stuff, and so like how like some kind of game doesn't go anywhere. Okay. Like it's it's just that the whole time, and that maybe is the track. The whole middle of the album drags a little bit for me. I guess is really what it is. Really. But that one in particular is like like the the six minute songs. I guess like some kind of game. Oh, no, I guess it's not the middle. Okay, no, some kind of game and uh, Know You, maybe? No, Hopeless. No, that's not it. I don't know. Definitely some kind of game, though, I think is my weakest <laughs> track for me. Fair enough. For me... What about you? For, yeah. yeah, for me, Now You Got Me Hooked, number one. No no, no question. Mm. Everybody says City Fade. Everybody that I've like, like read on Reddit is like, oh, City Fade, such a good... City Fade is good. Like, the intro to City Fade is like, ooh, it's good. But Now You Got Me Hooked, like, that drop at, at 116, it just, like, it gets me every time, man. It's just, like, it's so, like, it's... So oh, yeah. That's I forgot how good City Fade was. Yeah, City Fade's, I mean, starts oh, out yeah, I really. Yeah, this is a really good album. Yeah, this is a great album. But, yeah, Flash in the Pan for me is easily the, the least, like, I, I, could, I could remove that one from the album, and I don't think I would lose much. Yeah, I do... I, it's a little. I, I like Flash in the Pan, I guess, because it reminds me a little bit of Boards of Canada mm. in like a very small way. Because of like just like the tones he chose to go with are like very watery. Yeah, to yeah. me, and I, I like I like watery music for some reason. <laughs> and that's a weird way to describe it. But I, if you listen to the song, I think you'll know what I mean when I say watery. It's just so different from everything else on the album. Like it doesn't it is. fit, and like it's 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 jarring. And, and like every time I like it takes you out a little bit. Yeah, and it's it's that. the point in the album where I stop paying attention. A bit, mm-hmm. and then, and then, like, because even rave on you, like, if if Flash of the Pan was 
was out, I would probably say Rave on You is my least favorite track, even though it's I think it's actually really good. But again, it's it's kind of a, it, a goes on for a long time and there's a lot going on, but it's it's not it's not dancey like the rest. It's not as dancey as yeah. the rest of the album. Um, and it he definitely I think he excels with his shorter tracks. I, I think that that's very much the case. Um, but they, yeah. He's not as good at developing as he is about like laying down some funky fresh beats. Yeah, I mean this album is just man, it it's it's good stuff, and it's this is this is one that I will be continually listening to. I mean I've already been oh, great, continually yeah. listening to this album. Like, <laughs> great. Yeah, this is it's a good one, man. This is a real good one. I can't believe you didn't recommend this to me before. How dare you, you <laughs> bastard! <laughs> I mean, there's there's a lot of music I haven't recommended to you. Yeah, fair enough. So. Well, I mean, likewise, and I think that we're going to be doing more of these. So yes. Hopefully, everybody sure. likes these because uh, I yeah, you're getting more of them. Yeah, this is this is a good format. I like this format a lot. So, I and I have, oh, dude, I have so many fucking. Have you? Um, okay, we won't, we won't go into every single album that I need you to listen to, but like, there's so many that I want to recommend to you, like in the near future. Um, I mean, do we want to? Do you know which two albums you want to recommend to me next time? Because I know what one I want to recommend you, I think. Oh, are you you want to do another one of these? I mean, I'm ready to do another one of these. Well, I'm saying, why don't we uh, give our audience a chance to do some, you know, homework? Okay, you know? fair enough. Well, then, okay. You know, in a month or two, there'll be another music podcast, and you can have listened to the albums already. So, next time, everybody, I think we're going to do another one of these, because this was wildly successful. Um, so... I, I am recommending that we, we listen to, uh, wow, I can't even pronounce that. Yeah, good luck. Vara Hate Liya by Oransi Pazazu. I will just link that in the description because I don't think that I'm going to be able to pronounce that. And, uh, and then The Beyond by Cult of Luna. Those are my two albums. Yes, and I am recommending Pilgrimage by Ohm, uh, that's O-M, and I'm also recommending J Byers by Dorian Concept. All right. We'll we'll see you next time. So, uh, you know, do your homework or again, don't, you know, yeah. but <laughs> whatever you want. We're not your mom. <laughs> it would be better if you did. All right. See ya.